We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oklahoma City Thunder select Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga University. What a pass. Giddy underneath for JRE. The reverse and the rookie-to-rookie action. SGA defended closely by Westbrook. Tough. Step back. Gets up the shot. Banks it in This is Udart. You're listening to the Uncontested. What is up and welcome to the Uncontested Podcast. We are brought to you by Blue Wire Podcasts and DailyThunder.com. Coming to you live Sunday night, July 24th. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffen. Got JD Silva with me. Fellas. We got Kamiar Moravian. Dude, I'm just having a good time, living a good life, turning and burning. We got Nick Crane. Still dreaming of Jacob Niffin Euro steps. What what's the the line that Taylor used to have at the start of the podcast? Good grief! There's no I, way he had I, just one line. He I he thought it was something about line. a Euro step. Doesn't Drake say something about Euro step to London? Something something. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I have no idea what you're talking. I just about turned thirty two years old and I'm white. Maybe I shouldn't be quoting Drake <laughs> lyrics on a podcast. <laughs> Speaking of Taylor, he'll be joining us shortly. I think he's doing something with a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, what he's doing with that baby, I'm not sure. Might be uh, getting, getting on yelled. the Pokemon onesie. Well, getting well, yelled at by Summer, maybe. It's possible. We will <laughs> ask him whenever he gets on the show. Gentlemen, we are in the doldrums of the NBA season. There just ain't a lot going on. So we have to... Here. What's, a dold, what's a doldrum? I don't know. It's a fun word to say, though. kind of reminds me of dum-dums, like the suckers. Did you guys ever have like a go-to Dum Dums flavor? Yeah, the blue raspberry. Oh, okay. Blue raspberry is good. Uh, cherry was good too. Wasn't it like a root beer flavor? That was mm-hmm. the worst. Yeah. It oh, was like, Nick, that was a no. I I beg to differ. They did have a popcorn flavored Dum Dum. I don't know if you remember that. Mm. I, I just remember the jelly beans having the crazy flavors. You get the oh, Harry yeah. Potter ones, and they they had oh, like yeah. some of them were booger flavors, wax and shit. Yeah. Yep. You always know, you never knew what you're getting into. You, you you had like the little guide on the back that would tell you what color was what, but all the colors looked the same. And you're like, 
Am I eating popcorn or bird piss? I don't know. I can't really tell by this color. Birdie bots every flavored beans. It's a nightmare. Give bird me some piss. <laughs> uh, all right. So, gentlemen, since we are kind of starved for basketball content right now, no KD trade, no Donovan Mitchell trade. I'm sure Kyrie is doing something that we could talk about, uh, but I don't really want to. So I figured with Summer League over, let's revisit some things that we think about the Oklahoma City Thunder early in the summer right now. Uh, obviously, there's a ton of stuff yet to come. Things can change. But I wanted to do some overs and unders tonight. So I have six prepared. I'm going to throw out an over uh, an over-under statement. And then I want you guys to talk about it, choose a position over or under. You guys don't all have to agree, obviously. Uh, but these are designed to, to spur some discussion, spark up some debate about these different things. So let's dive into it. The very first one, your over number is 1.5. And this is for a number of Thunder players who make an all-rookie team. Now, for reference, before you start, there are two all-rookie teams, 10 total players. Position does not matter on those all-rookie teams. It's not like two guards, two forwards, a center, or any kind of like what the all-star voting is. It's just five guys. It's the te- technically the best 10 rookies. So you're over-under for the like Thunder. Are, I agree. They totally should. agree. Especially when all-star and all-NBA plays a role in contracts. I don't like that there's position uh, delineations on there. But 1.5 is your number for Thunder. They should make it positionless. Agreed. 1.5 is your number for Thunder players who make the all-rookie team. So you got got four guys that could. Yeah. I think uh, Jay Will's out of the question. So there's three guys that really could. Uh, Usman probably not because he won't get enough minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's really, does J-Dub make it or does J-Dub not make it? Because I, I think Chet's probably a lot. He, it would take Chet severely underperforming not to make this team. That's why I put the number at 1.5. It's tough. It's really I'm, tough. You I'm, finally I'm gonna, made these hard. Yeah. I'm just taking the under. I, I feel like that, I feel like that um, there are going to be a, there's going to be a point guard or a shooting guard uh, somewhere else that has a bigger role instead of coming off the bench um, than what J-Dub has this coming season, even though he probably will see extended time. I don't know if they're going to plan on sitting Shay or how much they might plan on sitting Shay. That's kind of a shot in the dark, but I feel like taking the under would probably be the safe bet if I were actually going to Vegas right now and placing bets or going down South Riverwind. Um, I would say I would take the under 100% because of those reasons. JD is not going to be able to say no to J-Dub. There's no Man, way. I'm so <laughs> conflicted. I'm so conflicted because it is going to be role. It is going to be role-based yeah. uh, and usage rate-based. I think there are some guards uh, like Kamiar said on other teams that are going to get a lot more minutes, going to get a lot more burn, and they're going to fill up the stat sheet specifically. I don't know if J-Dub is going to fill up the stat sheet a ton in year one. I think, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he, kind of kind of like he did in Summer League, he got steals, he got blocks, he got assists, rebounds, points. I don't know if he's going to get a lot of points specifically his in his first year. I think it might take him a bit to adjust to the NBA and score at a, at a good rate. Um, 
this is gonna hurt, but I think I'm gonna have to go with the under. Like, does a stat line of eight, three, and two get you on the all rookie team? No. Can I can I offer a little bit of a pushback on that? Please. Sure. There was a lot of people that wanted to put Jose Alvarado on one of the the two rookie teams last season, and his counting stats did not jump off the page either. But he didn't even make top. 15 like i don't think he was even like they they put out the votes i don't even think he was like the next five there might have been some guys that wanted him there i don't think he was close though yeah like pelton like i remember him saying he should be on there how many minutes did alvarado play i'm trying to look that stuff up right now as you guys are so i think my my gut tells me this is not based on statistics but um there's always what it feels like is two players that were not lottery picks that make this team. Like there's always, it seems like there's two guys that were like second rounders or late first that, mm-hmm. that jump up and make it, whether they end up being great players long-term, we don't know. Like there's always, there's always a guy that's like 22 or 23. That's already close to his ceiling that comes out, performs well, makes the team. Um, combine that with the fact that 11 guys were taken above J dub. Like the odds are probably not in his favor. Um, like you guys say, he's gonna be coming off the bench. I think there's a piece of it that that folks will give you a nod if your stats are not as great, but you're on a winning team impacting winning. That's not gonna be the case in Oklahoma City. No. Um, I think it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be an uphill battle for him. I'll take the over just to contradict you guys. Um, because it, it's probably gonna be close. Like he he will probably be if he doesn't make it he will probably be in that next five in voting like two especially or three spots out. with like Trey Mann coming off with that second unit too I feel like he will just won't get as many chances he'll be he'll be an awesome like glue guy on the second unit right away and he'll he'll run the offense and like people that really love the NBA are gonna know that he's he's probably gonna be good but I don't know if he's gonna get the hype needed to make the top yeah. ten no one's gonna watch Oklahoma City play. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of, you mentioned the point of uh, rookies on teams that are trying to win, getting more exposure. I'm thinking about Jabari Walker uh, in Portland who like balled out in a summer league and got a contract immediately. Somebody like that could sneak up and get that spot. Yeah, there's, I mean, even like uh, Nikola Jovic in Miami. Yeah. Like if he if he just ends up being a 43% three-point shooter off the bench that knocks down, you know, two or three threes a game and has a game winner here. And then a big game there that pushes them over the top. Like it, it's just going to be exposure, you know, for reference last year, the first team, all rookie Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Franz Wagner, Jalen green. That's picks one, two, three, four, and Eight, nine, eight, nine, yeah, eight, nine. I forget where Franz went. Second team: Herb Jones, Josh Giddy, Bones Highland, Io Desunmu, Chris Duarte. See, there are two players from the lottery there, and the other yeah. three are outside of the lottery. Yeah. So, it sounds like consensus. Even even though Nick went against the grain, there consensus is we're going under. We're taking the one, and everyone assumes the one will be Chet. Correct? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, play with my own money. I'd be, I'd be going under. Mm-hmm. So I have this year's draft class pulled up right here on the stream. I want us to go through these players, and I want you guys to tell me who do you feel like 
after summer league hype coming into into the NBA, et cetera, et cetera. Which guys do you think are almost like locks for an all NBA or sorry, not an all NBA, but an all rookie team? And which guys do you think don't make the list? Okay. We'll just start at the top. Paulo Bancaro. I think it's like one, a lock. One through, one through five is a lock. I think we can yeah. probably say that. Does everybody agree with that? Paulo, Chet, Jabari Smith, Keegan Murray, Jaden Ivey? Yeah. yeah. Jabari is the only right. one I like sort of hesitated on, but I think at the end of the day, his defense is going to be awesome and that'll get him there. Nobody else has any pushbacks on those five? Nope. Nope. Barring injury, you know. Yeah. Okay, let's look at the next five. Ben Matherin, Shaden Sharp, Dyson Daniels, Jeremy Sohan, Johnny Davis. I think two of those five make it. Leaving three wanna, spots. Do you like, want to tell us the two? Mm. Matherin seems... Matherin, and then I think one of Dyson and Shaden. Jeremy, like, we've talked about this before the draft, when there was a chance he's coming to Oklahoma City. Like, he's going to do a lot of things that impact winning that don't show up on the stat sheet. Kind of, kind of Herb Jones-ish. Yeah. But I don't know if he'll have the exposure on maybe the worst team in the NBA um, that also is is kind of wing heavy. Mm-hmm. That'll be tough for him. Johnny Davis, it's just summer league, but good God, it couldn't have been any worse. Could not have been any worse. He did not look good. Yeah. Uh, Dyson, being on a Pelican team that's like really trying to win, could have like a really valuable role. I get that. But I'm just not going to go there until I see the kid play more than five minutes of basketball. I'm I'm not putting him on anything. Mm-hmm. That's just I. It might not be fair, but that's where I'm at with that. With sorry, not Dyson Daniels. Dyson Daniels played like I was meaning Shaden Sharp on that. Oh yeah, Dyson Daniels only played three minutes as well. But yep. we have a much bigger body of work for him. A Pelicans team that should compete. He'll be fun on. But mm-hmm. Shaden, um, I can't get there with him. So we feel good about six players at this point, including. The top five, and then Matherin? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so we got four spots left. Let's move on to the next five. Usman Jang, Jalen Williams, Jalen Duran, Ochai Agbaji, Mark Williams. Mm. Starting to get in the weeds a little bit here. We are, yeah. Usman I don't feel good about because I don't mm-hmm. know if he's going to play that many games in the actual NBA. It's going to be more of a G League heavy season. And there's J-Dub, obviously... I think Jalen Duran has a chance, but they, mm-hmm. there's so many big men early that it would be difficult for him to actually make it. Yeah. Mark Williams, I don't think, has a, a real chance. No. AJ what, Griffin could be fun. What about Ochai? He has a chance. He could well, be the, another one of those helps winning. Stats don't have to be 15 a game for him to get a nod. Jake, how far are you out again? Just to number 15 right now. Okay. Uh, I can't really see really any of those guys making it, but like at the, at the same time, it's not like I've looked at all of their film and was like really zoned in on each of these prospects during summer league. If they participated, mm-hmm. I don't Ochai, know. Ochai shot the ball really well whenever we yeah. watched him at summer league. But again, that's like two summer league games. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how many just like just three and D guys get into the all rookie team. Like, yeah, that's a valuable player, but I don't know. I don't know. How much does so, Colin Sexton have an impact on on Ochai having a chance? It's a good point. Yeah. Who, knows, who the, the hell knows what's going to happen with Colin Sexton? Yeah, if, he's, if he's there, today. if he's there, it's going to be more tough. If he's gone or someone signs him to an offer sheet in in Cleveland, and match whatever ends up happening because it sounds like Cleveland's lowballing right now. 
Um, so let me ask you guys this on 11 through 15 here, Usman, J dub, Jalen Duran, Ochai, Mark Williams. If you had to rank those in order from one to five, from most likely to make an all rookie team to least likely, what order would you put them in? Hmm. I'd go Duran, J dub, Ochai, Mark Williams, Usman Jang. I think I'm with you. I may put J Dub above Duran. Okay. But that okay. Really Look, there's there's a little the bias other. there. There is. There definitely is. <laughs> I think the. I think. I think we would all agree that the two main players here at the top of this of this selection would be Duran and and Jalen Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of hard to really differentiate as far as like skill sets and and like just positional nature of the all rookie teams. Uh, I can, I can, it's not like I can't see a world in which J-Dub does not make an all rookie team. I just don't think it's a likely uh, specifically because of other guys that are going to get a lot more uh, options because OKC is still, I think they'll put the pedal on the gas a little bit more this season, but they're still in the place of, evaluating talent and there's a lot of young guys that have a lot of playing time to go around and i don't think he'll get get substantial minutes even uh, on ball i think i think he would be more i think he'd have a more likely chance if he actually played point guard but i think trey man is going to be a guy that plays point guard when they come in together mm-hmm. i think that's fair but i would still put jw get uh, up above um durin or like just like minimally uh, for the all-star rookie team, just considering their positions they're playing. For sure. Okay, for 15 through 30, let's do the rest of the first round, and let's just pick like two or three guys out of this pool. Um, well, we actually did 15, so let's start at 16. Yeah. AJ Griffin, Tari Eason, Dalen Terry, Jake LaRavia, Malachi Branham, Christian Braun, Walker Kessler, uh, big body David Roddy, Marjan Beauchamp, Blake Wesley, Wendell Moore Jr., Nikola Jovich, Pat Baldwin Jr., Ty Ty Washington, and Peyton Watson. Tari's the one that jumps out at me right away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would go, like, if there was five guys that I think have a real shot there, AJ, Tari, Ty Ty Washington, Blake Wesley, David Roddy. And I'm trying to like, I'm trying to really like look at what teams everybody is on because yeah. if I'm like looking at the Grizz, I'm like, geez, I mean, Ty Ty, like how much, like how much, how much work is he realistically going to get down the stretch, uh, especially as they're like kind of battling for the playoffs? Are, are they expecting him to contribute kind of things? And so I'm looking at teams that maybe. Uh, you would ha- give an option to shine, uh, like you said, Silva at Tar Tar Eason, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even like Tari Tari could start next to Jabari for Houston. Yeah, and I I like what Malachi Branham could do with the Spurs, but I don't know. It's a this this part of the list is very tough. Um, I feel I feel like Nick and Silva just want the Rockets to get two in. There's some Rockets bias here between these two guys. No, they're gonna get a, they're gonna get a lot of playing time to a lot of young guys, but not as many young guys have a better chance of 
over one and a half that Oklahoma City does. It, that's fascinating. I think that's Ooh. really interesting. Okay, yeah. let's move on to yeah. our next over under, which the number is 4.5. Okay. And the statement is Thunder players who are currently under 25 years old that will still be on this team in three years. For reference, there are currently 14 of those players on the roster right now who are under 25. And over the next three years, the OKC Thunder own seven future first-round picks. Um, And if you guys want a full list of those 14 who are under 25, I have that for you right here. And I'm going to read it off for our listeners anyways. That would be Darius Baisley, Usman Jang, Lou Dort, Josh Giddy, Shea, Chet, Veet, Teo Maladone, Trey Mann, Poku, JRE, Aaron Wiggins, the two Jalen Williams. It's like almost the whole roster. <laughs> it's insane. It's, it's most they're, of the they're roster. all babies. Yeah. So the number is four and a half of those guys are on this team. In three years' time. There's only three guys above the age of 25 right now. That's nuts. And only two of them in their 30s, and they're both Derek Favors and Mike Muscala. I'm taking the over. I would say that, uh, yeah, 4.5 guys on the under 25 in three years. I feel like, yeah, they're they're going to – I'm taking the over. How many players will be there that are going to be that still – within this roster. I, I think you obviously are going to be keeping Chet for a while. Uh, he's got a controllable contract. Same with Josh Giddy. Um, I gotta, I gotta think that, I mean, Shay is an interesting one that you could talk about a later down the road, but he seems to be in the long-term plans for now, obviously. Um, Lou seems a little bit more interesting just because his, his contract is going to be like, for some reason people got upset about his contract, which I thought was stupid considering like what the CBA is now and the, what players are going to get paid, what are going to, what they're going to get paid three years from now, which is wild. That's going to be a bargain deal. Um, so that makes it quite interesting, but I think you also have Trey Mann, who I think might be sometimes disposable or indisposable if they really like J dub, but but I take the over on that. I say over uh, four and a half players on this roster that are under 25, uh, 25 years or under um, will be on this team three years. I think this question gets really interesting if you think the Thunder are going to push some of their chips in for a veteran like all-star player in the next three years. That would be the my main thing. And e- even then, I think the number would still be around four. So it's not not too too low for the under. Um, it's tough. I probably have to go with the over. I think just like on average, Presti's not the kind of guy to trade that to make a trade like that so quickly. Um, and like this whole roster is young. So. I'm gonna go under. Um, Ooh. because like player mobility continues to increase every single year. Um, Silva had the same thought as you is like. If, if a Donovan Mitchell type player was available three years from now, two and a half years from now, 
Oklahoma City could pony up, you know, Trey Man and Usman Jang and yep. Jade. Like th- those are the guys that be the centerpieces of a deal. Not to mention, like Lou is very tradable. Um, if Chet ends up being a guy that's just dominant, and him and Josh are amazing, and you can trade Shea for a better player or someone that fits better, like you have to do it. Like as much as we love watching Shea, and he's like the centerpiece of Oklahoma City right now, things change quick. Yeah. Um, and then there's a there's a group of those guys that, frankly, I don't even know if they'll be on the team a year from now. Like Darius Baisley and like. Jay will the last two years of his deal are non-guaranteed and V yeah. may not be here two months. I like get just, I'm going to go over because there's how many, so many, how many years do you expect? How many years, how many more years do you expect uh Poku to actually be on the team? Right. Like, like if he, if he doesn't turn it up this year, like his minutes may be gone forever. I think Poku will be on the team for the length of his rookie scale deal, which is going into year three. Then he'd have year four. Um, but if he doesn't turn a corner, like this year, I really start to question that because when I say if he doesn't turn a corner this year, that's where Darius Baisley is right now. And you don't want to go into contract year, restricted free agency where you can really get screwed. Um, it's an, I, I had a really hard time placing the number for this over under. Um, you know, like you guys mentioned, just this whole team is young guys. I did find it fascinating 14 are under 25 and over the next three years you're adding seven first round picks so that puts you at 21 guys it's gonna be interesting to see which guys stay which guys rotate out three years is also an interesting number because guys like chet will still Mm -hmm. be on Mm -hmm. their rookie scale deals you assume chet jang and j-dub the three lottery picks will, will still be here jang will be in three years, he'll be what, 22? You know, I mean, just really getting into his young adult life, you would imagine those types of guys will still be on the team. But I think it's really fascinating. So let's say it is the over, but it is only five. Mm-hmm. Only five of the 14 on the list are here in three years. Who are those five? Wowie. One of them is. One J-Dub. of them is Josh. J-Dub and Josh, I would be pretty confident in. Mm-hmm. Um, I say Chet, too. Oh, Chet, yeah. for sure. For sure. J-Dub, Josh, Chet. Uh, I want. I really want to say Shay. I do. Let's, let, he's probably the most, like, of the guys left, I'm probably most confident, but I'm not, like, for damn sure, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. That's like how I feel. Shay, Josh, J Dub, Chet, and then who's your your last it, one? It's, I think it's one of Poku and Jang. Like one of those two projects is going to be showing enough to keep them around. The other one's going to be gone. Like th- those kind of guys are super intriguing trade chips, but they're like the epitome of we value them more than you do. They're just hard to trade. You're never going to get what you want back. Mm-hmm. I wonder if one of them might be JRE. We have a comment in the chat that says hot take, but could it be JRE? It could be just because of like his cerebral mentality, him spending that much time in college, especially at a prestigious university of Villanova where Jay Wright actually uh, has those guys polished when they come into the NBA, he makes fundamental plays. And I mean, he like he, 
just like he should have in summer league made everybody look foolish because it looked like he was damn ready for the NBA. Um, uh, it looked like he played an NBA season uh, and that wasn't the case for Poku even sometimes. And so I think it could be JRE just because of kind of the culture and kind of like almost this, he feels like a guy that is a locker room calming presence to me. He doesn't like, he doesn't seem like a guy that like gets super hyped. He seems like a guy that's a very calming, like, like it's been like like it's been said, Nick Carlson esque kind of role for this yeah. OKC team. Seemed to me at summer league that JRE was keeping guys on task. Mm-hmm. He was an adult. He was. Yeah, I mean he's been talking to Draymond Green about like leading teams and stuff like that. So, I mean, that does that mean like he stays at OKC or that or that somebody else might come calling for his contract and Sam Presti might have to think about it. Uh, that's definitely a possibility, but I wonder if he might be that a fifth guy that would be very viable. Could be. So, so let me throw this out there. Let's say that I come back from, from three years in the future. And I tell you guys, Hey, this podcast that you did on July 24th, you said the five guys under the age of 25 who are most likely to be on this team in three years are Shay, Josh, Chet, J-Dub, J-R-E. Mm. And I told you, hey, in three years, they're not just the five guys under 25 that are still on the team. Those are your five starters for a second round playoff team. On a scale of one to 10, how surprising is that to you? Very. I think very. That, that, would, that would mean we would need J-Dub or someone like that to really, really pop in the NBA. Otherwise, I don't. This is a talent. That's the broader picture that we have to think about for this exercise is we're, we're thinking about which five guys would be there in three years. You're also talking about their competition. I know it's only one pick next year that could change. It could be more, it could be less, but then there's picks that you're after and you're after like, there's likely going to be five guys younger than them that are not on the team today that are on this roster not to mention trades and aggregations, whatever else you want to do. Like that's just, it's tough. There's, if that was a starting lineup, that means like Presty punted every pick for the next three years. Like, I, I don't know that that would be very shocking because I think the the piece, there's going to be one or two starters when this team is the second round playoff team. that are not currently in the NBA. I think that's fair. Yeah. Interesting. I could, I could see them pushing for the second round, but like just because of the natural progression of talent, growth, etc. I mean, like what Shea, Shea's just turned twenty four. He the man. Uh, NBA players hit their prime at twenty seven. Josh is still younger than Chet Holmgren. Mm-hmm. Um, That's and, still wild to believe. And, <laughs> and make any sense. If Chet works out with josh's trainer over the next few seasons i wonder what kind of muscle mass he could put on chet um i mean i'm not averse to any of of those things i mean memphis they grew up really quick but at the same time they had they had jjj there for a while until they got jaw which really ignited everything and so it's like okay um what does shay look like in three years which i think it just depends uh, as far as who are, who are the other four that we named? Shay, Chet, J-Dub, J-R-E, yeah. Josh. You notice we didn't mention Dort like at all in, in this conversation? 
Mm-hmm. Orton and Trey. And I don't think that's on purpose, right? No. Right. It, yeah, there's just again, there's 14 of them to choose from, right? Or like, or I, I may I may have said that wrong. I think that might have been on purpose, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trey Trey is such a like lightning in a bottle type of player. Like if if he doesn't work out offensively, doesn't offer you quite as much as a guy like J Dub would in theory because of physical limitations. All right, you guys ready for the next over under? Oh yeah. The number is 12.5. And the bet is on OKC's position in the West at the end of next season. 12.5. And for I have the uh, standings from last year pulled up. So Thunder were the 14th in the West. Above them in 13 Trailblazers with 27 wins. And then at the 12th spot, the Kings with 30 wins. So you're looking between 27 and 30 wins. In theory, you know, they could change. That's that's difficult to say because, I mean, <laughs> I just have no idea what Presti's plan is this year. Like, if Presti just says, all right, we are going to... If Presti signals down to Coach Mark Dignall and signals down says, hey, play rotations that you would play and get these guys' growth into the system, but play them as you would a normal rotation... Um, then I would definitely take um, the, I guess, well, would you say the over on this? I, uh, I think uh, for, uh, the 12 it, seed, 11 seed, yada, yada, right? Yeah, it's confusing. The over would be, you think they're going to land at like 13th, 14th, 15th. The under would be the smaller number, which means they're better. Okay, yeah, so then I would take the under. But I think, again, they're still doing a lot of talent valuation. I still think they're going through a lot of phases in which they're trying to figure out what their roster is going to be about. But um, And I think that's one of the reasons why you saw a Kenrich Williams sign that contract. I don't think Kenrich Williams necessarily has dreams of winning a title in OKC as much as he is going to be a locker room kind of presence uh, for those guys and contribute to them becoming winners, I suppose. Um, but if I were to be honest, I would think, OKC, they're going to press the pedal down a little bit more this year, but still not substantially enough to really change my mind. So I would still say under, but just very briefly, I mean, like I would, I could easily see the 12 seed. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with the under also, I think they're going to be the 11th or the 12th seed. Uh, my, my, I think they're going to get 20 between 29 and 32 ish wins, uh, which would put them in between the 12th and 11th last season. Lakers, <laughs> Lakers had 33 wins at the 11th spot. Kings had 30. Um, and I think there are going to be three teams that are, that will be worse than OKC. I think things going to end up being Utah. Once everything's all said and done, the Spurs and the Rockets, I think will all be worse than OKC. Um, and I think that, we put them right at 12 worst case. I have the thunder 13th in the West sixth best lottery odds. So I would have to go, I guess that's an over. Correct. Yep. That'd be do, an over. do you have them just beating the two Texas teams, Houston and San Antonio? Yes. That's the I thing think. is like, it's Houston, San Antonio, and then are they better than some other team? Did some other team have like like look at what 
Salt Lake City is doing right now. Can they be better than Salt Lake City with Donovan Mitchell out of Salt Lake City? I think they'll get they'll get he's the kind of guy that nets you a young rising player, not just a crap ton of picks. So I don't think OKC would not better than what they would still get in return for Donovan Mitchell. I think like a lot of the packages that have been floated out by like Zach Lowe and people like that have been like quickly and Grimes and a ton of picks because they don't want RJ Barrett's uh, impending contract extension. And that's why I say they could be. They, that's why I said they could be twelve. So Meek Leak, thank you. I'm answering your question. Uh, that's why I said they could be twelve because that Utah situation seems a little bit weird. Um, Utah, it, Utah, and India, the two that could yeah could push them really yeah yeah. So let's go through the the fifteen. What? Well, I guess fourteen Western Conference teams. We're not going to compare the Thunder to the Thunder. And I want you guys to tell me: Yes, the Thunder are going to be better than that team. No, they're not going to be better than that team, or eh, it's going to be close. All right. Uh, this is going to be a really easy exercise. Phoenix Suns. Nope. 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 Memphis Grizzlies. Nope. 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 Golden State Warriors. No. Nope. Dallas Mavericks. No. Nope. Utah Jazz. Eh. Yep. Eh. I I think it depends on how much faith you have that Donovan Mitchell's gone. Um Quinn Snyder's gone. Uh, Rudy Gobert is gone. Royce O'Neal is gone. You know, add all the Brian Windhorst uh, memes onto that. Uh, it feels too much like a Mitchell trade. Uh, every, it feels like a fire sale. Um, and so I would say in that aspect, no. Currently as it stands, I would say, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Denver Nuggets? No. Nah. Timberwolves. Nope. No. Pelicans. Nope. No. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Clippers. No way. Spurs. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So this one, I'm like a little bit more torn on. I think uh, mainly because of like front office philosophy. Like Popovich talked all last season how he understands how people tank. But that's not what he wants to do. So I could see him getting like two more wins in the Thunder than that would. Mess up okay, how good Pop is. Is Pop going to be there? He ain't got the players. I think he yeah. said he is going to be there. He ain't got he the is. Oh, that's right. He did say he was going to be there. He I, said he was excited he, to coach these young kids. But I, 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 I still don't. I, I see their roster, and I still can't see them being better than what OKC has to offer. I have yeah, to, I, has to I agree. I don't think Josh Primo, Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, Jakob Jakob yeah. Pertle and, and Jeremy Sohan are are getting it done for you in the Western Conference next year. Like I think Shea would cook that team. I think um I think Josh uh would have a lot of shooters wide open, him and Shea driving the lane against that team, especially with their young and they're still learning. I mean they have Chris Chris Duarte and he's really fun. Uh and they got a couple other guys that are really fun, but I don't see them being better in OKC. Uh, Lakers? Should they be better? <laughs> implode? Yes. To, that's, a, that's a dangerous no. question. They're no. supposed to be better, but didn't OKC take the series last, last season? They, they yeah. did. Sacramento Kings? No. no. They, they did too much. Yeah, uh, Keegan, Keegan is going to be like... You don't think Kings helpful. are going to Kings, Nick? I kings think the Kings, kings have a better front gonna, off. They're not going to thunder. 
<laughs> yeah, I I think the Kings have a better front office, and I'm just kind of like waiting on how this team gels um, all together in camp because I think they have some good players. I think they have some good young players, despite them trading Halliburton, which is the dumbest thing. But hey, whatever. But I still think the Kings are better. Okay, see. Just to clarify, you said you think the Kings front office is better. You mean? You think the Kings front office is better than what it, the Kings front office has been in the past? Yes. Correct? Okay. Because at first I thought you were alluding to the Kings front office is better than the Oklahoma City front office. I was like, no, yeah. The Kings front office has gotten better. There you go. Perfect. Um, the Blazers? Only if the Dame situation goes really south really quickly. But And then the Rockets. I think we all agree they're going to be better than the Rockets. Yeah. Okay, so we said definitely Rockets, most likely Spurs. The Jazz one is up in the air. Give me one team from the West that is like an injury away, a really poor start away from entering the Wembenyama stakes, the Wembenyama competition, and just bottoming out, thus propelling the Thunder forward one more spot. From the West? From the West. One team who... 20 games in are three and 17 and their best player blows out their knee. And they just say, you know what? F it. We're going all in for, for Victor or one of the, are they the Thompson twins? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and scoot. someone, uh, yeah. Or scoot. And someone just says, you know what? We're pulling the plug early. Who is that one team in the West? Dallas. Dallas of Luca goes down. No, I, I mm. does Dallas even have their own pick? I don't know. I think it might be going to New York this year. Yeah. Maybe. Because, Uh, like, I mean, that entire team is centered around Luka. Yeah. They still got got guys. Portland is the other one. If if Dame goes down or or if they start really poorly and things are not gelling, I could see either him asking for a trade or him, you know. I mean, the Kings are are, – Fox or Sabonis away from, I mean, a team with just Fox or just Sabonis. Is I not still think the great. Kings would try to push for the playoffs though. We got the mandate. I mean, if, if, There's... if Sabonis tore his ACL opening night, yeah. I don't know what they think they do. There's no world where the Suns are the answer to this. Is there? No, no. Booker no, goes down. Not with Aiton in that contract again. Booker goes down. Chris Paul, Father Time finally catches up. The Aiton mess, although they have him signed to a contract, they just can't clean up the stuff in-house in Phoenix, and it all just kind of crumbles? No. I think if it does crumble like that, it's not It's not going to be crumbling to the bottom of the West. It'd be crumbling to like the seventh seed, I think. It'd be, it'd be Clippers again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. Mm. Um, all right. I think that's all we got for that that one. Let's move on. We have a few over-unders left. We can move a little bit quicker on some of these other ones. 0.5 is the number. <laughs> and the over-under is number of all-stars for the Oklahoma City Thunder this year. Boy, who is going to be the optimistic one? <laughs> I take I I'm I'm just taking the under because Oklahoma City, despite getting Chet Holmgren, will still not have enough camera cameras on them 
yeah. uh, national televised games. I'm not even talking ABC. Uh, I'm not even talking TNT. I'm just talking like ESPN. Uh, they, it's going to be a lot of their games are going to be relegated to, you know, Fox sports and, um, and nobody's going to be able to watch them. They'll see highlights maybe. Right. Uh, and they'll look at box scores and comparing guys, but I think the cameras are going to be on the usual suspects, especially, uh, especially even the Lakers, which are coming in with, a much maligned roster that it's not really changed at all, but the uh, the Lakers with LeBron and Russ and everybody else are still going to have all those cameras on them. So there's going to be a lot of cameras in LA and not many in OKC, but I can see OKC catching a few national games, but nowhere to the extent to where you get exposure the way Shea would be. Cause I imagine that 0.5 is strictly meant for Shea. And I, I would take the under. Yeah. Something that's interesting is, uh, Previous All-Stars, DeJounte Murray uh, was shipped to the East, and then Donovan Mitchell could be shipped to the East. That would open up some spots unless they get an All-Star in return for Donovan Mitchell. So Kawhi's back, though. Oh, you're right. Kawhi's yeah, but back. I don't know if you guys have mentioned this, but All-Star voting is based on position. Mm. Kawhi would definitely be a front court rather than a back court player. Yeah. Dame is Dame is also returning from injury, which mm-hmm. so you can swap out Dame and big. and Dejounte. Dejounte got in as an injury reserve, did he not? I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. I think so. I thought he did, but yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough. It's really tough. I, I just don't. Steph's gonna be there. So bam, there's that. Uh, LeBron. Jaw, Jaw's gonna be there. Luca, Luca, depending Luka. on if he gets listed at guard or at forward. Yeah, I'd have to put on some really, some really strong rose-colored glasses in order to take the over here. Yeah. Shea would need to have like a jaw-like ascension. And it's not even like a Shea's fault. No, no, he's gonna be freaking awesome. It's just like there's a lot of other freaking awesome guys. Mm-hmm. And, that, I and think that's the narrative that, plays a huge role too. And right. that's the thing that I think hurts jaw. Uh, that hurts jaw hurts Shay a little bit is his play style in particular. The jaw came in the league, just flying from the freaking free throw line, dunking on guys and getting cameras on him. And that's just not the way Shay plays. Even when Memphis was losing jaw was still dunking and posterizing guys. And that was getting on ESPN constantly. Uh, that wasn't happening with Shea. Uh, does that mean Shea's not uber talented in a variety of ways that Jaw is not talented? No, I think Shea actually has more skills than Jaw does. I think as Shea has more tricks in his bag than Jaw does, in fact, and I think he's a more, more well-rounded player. But Jaw's the one that cameras gravitate towards, and that's what audience gravitates towards, and that's what analysts look at, and that's where you get your all-star teams. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. So, I know positions matter. I just want to go down a list. That's what I want to... It's 15 guys, yeah? On the All-Star team, 12 mm-hmm. in the East, 12 in the West. This is 12. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've got Luca. Well, Nick, do you want me to go through last year's All Stars? No, I want to okay. go. I want to. I want to go through a list real quick. Well, it's okay. not East West okay. anymore, though, is it? The it teams is, aren't. Yeah, it's still East West, though. But they still the get twelve from the East, twelve from the okay, West, which right, I right, disagree right, with. Right, 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 right. I think it should just be the twenty-four best players in the league. Yeah, Luca, yeah. Jokic, Steph, Ja, LeBron, Kawhi, Book, Cat, Tatum, Dame. He's east though. Okay, oh, we're going west. Um, Anthony Davis. He's healthy. I think Paul Tanner George. I think Paul George. I think Anthony Brandon Edwards. Ingram. Anthony Edwards. Zion Williamson over over Shea. Bi. Yeah, that's a good one. Jamal Murray if he comes back, good. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox if the Kings are winning games and they they give an award to winning games over statistics like if, you said, Cat. You have Gobert. Yeah, Gobert. Um, I I said Zion. I don't know if you um, have him on that that number. If you're counting numbers there, Nick. I mean, we're already we're already like sixteen or seventeen guys. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. If, we and if, we said long ago that Shea's All Star appearances will start once the team starts being competitive again. If the Thunder are five hundred leading up to the All Star break. I think he's got a chance. I That's agree. So, Otherwise, mm, it just depends on for me. For me again, I keep on saying this. It comes back to. How hard are they pushing that pedal down to the floor? Are they letting Shea play 36 minutes a game? Um, and if he does and stuff's a stat sheet, he's going to force people to look at him. Context. Devin Booker, I think, is a good example because he's on a trash team for a long, long time, putting up crazy numbers. So when he was 22, his fourth season in the NBA, he averaged, let's see here, 26 points. Four rebounds, seven assists almost, knocked down two threes a game, played 70 games, 36 minutes, first all-star appearance. It's a pretty good line. It's a pretty good pretty line. damn good line. <laughs> pretty damn good line. And Real quick, let's look team. let's look through the 12 all-stars from the West last year. And I just want you guys to make a determination right now. Next year, 2023 All-Stars, are they in or out? Okay. LeBron? Yep. In. in. Steph? In. 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 Jaw? In. in. Andrew Wiggins? Nope, not in. Out. God, that's annoying. <laughs> the fan vote, man. It's awful. Yeah. Nikola Jokic? In. in. 
Devin Booker. In. 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 Rudy Gobert. Out. 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 That's two that you guys have out now. As much as I hate Rudy Gobert, <laughs> I was like, when did I start talking again? <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. And if he's in the West. Yeah. Let's, let, let's, let's operate on the assumption that he's in New York. Okay. Yeah. So we'll say out. Cat? Uh-huh. And. Man, Chris Paul. It, it's tough and. for me to put both big men in. in we had Rudy out, though. In Minnesota. Oh, we did have Rudy out? Yeah. Okay, then Cat. Yeah. That's Chris fair. Paul? In. Out. It's, it's his name. His name I is know. Chris Paul. I know. I think the Suns are going to slip in the standings, and that's going to cause him to not mm. be there. I think so Chris we got Paul three, takes... maybe four with Paul. The last, yeah, West I think Chris All-Star. Paul takes less. I think Chris Paul takes less minutes this year. I think he has like load management games. Yeah, let's let's count them out. That's four. The last West All Star, Draymond Green. Mm. His name again. I know. If Wiggins ain't getting in, he's getting in. Or Clay's getting or in. Or Clay, yeah. I was about to say two, Clay, two Warriors Clay are getting in. Clay could average 16 in. a game and yeah. get in at this point. Like, two Warriors are getting in. Yeah. Okay. And you guys already had Andrew Wiggins out. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we have four players leaving the All Star list from the West from last year. There's two Clippers that'll get in this year. I kind of felt like I agree with you. So that leaves two spots open. I also think. If if their stats were identical because of TV exposure, highlight reel, and wins, I think Anthony Edwards gets in head and shoulders over Shea. You're right. That's probably fair. You're right. All right. Next over under. We have two left. The number is 11.5. The over under is Thunder defensive rating position. At the end of the season. So out of 30 teams, mm. the number is at 11.5. For context, they ended 17th last season. Before the All-Star break, they were 8th in the league. I'm asking, are they going to end up over or under 11.5? You know what? Under. They're gonna, I think they're going to finish as the 10th best defense in the Ooh. NBA because of the rim protection of Chet, because of the Long ass arms of J Dub. I went. I went down a rabbit hole on this a few weeks ago, and I took out the trash games. And I think it was like mid March, and they were still tenth or eleventh. And for that reason, at Exilva said adding Chet. I think eleven is the number, so I'm going to go under. That's some stuff. I like. I want to. I want to stick around ten through thirteen, right? And that's why I, I. I think that's a really good number. I'll take the over and just say twelve. Um, I think they'll be really, really close. I, I think they'll be really, really in the top third ish of the NBA in defensive rating. I mean, you got Lou Dort back. You have Shea, who's come back. You have Josh, who's gotten stronger. Uh, will be better positionally on defense you've got chet although we'll get bullied we have to consider okc thunder play in the northwest division and there are a lot of really good big men in in that division um but i still think they'll be nearly in that top third uh but i'm still 
I'll still go over. I'll still I'll say like about twelve. It's close. Shout yeah. out Mark. That's all him. Shout out Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Defensive philosophy. They all just give a shit, which they is do. really important. They give mm-hmm. a shit for forty eight minutes every night on that now, end. Now offensive rating. Yeah, offensive yeah. rating is going to be a little rough. You know, you know who could guarantee a top ten defense. Hmm. That man that's pushing for an all-star game actually giving an F on the defensive end? True that. I mean, I just, if they play their guys for the season, I think Chet adds a lot of defensive value. Yep. I think Josh gets better. I think Josh is like, okay, positionally, he moves his feet well. Is he like making plays at the rim, blocking shots? No, but I think he uses his chest well defensively. He gets in front of the ball. I like that he can guard fours. Yeah. You've yeah. got I, don't even, Lou. I don't even care if he's making plays. The You've just got some dudes that are some dogs defensively. Lou, Kenrich, Williams, J-Dub. We saw a little bit of that. Just just can be a dog defensively. Like They got some guys in probably the most important position in the league, which is wing, that really just want to get after it. Do you think it's possible that J-Dub comes close to averaging at least a block a game? I think it's mm. possible for sure. It's really yeah. hard. And that that would be a fun over under like J Dub, one point five on blocks plus steals per game. Oh, oh, I would take the over probably. I think I, I think I would too. Way. Maybe one point five is too low of a number. So here's a, here's a trivia question for you, Jacob. Last season, how many Thunder players averaged at least one block per game? God, that's a difficult question. I'm afraid I'm gonna go too low here. Is it I'm like gonna, three? I'm going to say six. Baze is one of them. Yeah, That's the list, folks. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay. That's right. I, what, one block a game is tough. Well, I was also going off a whole bunch of dudes get getting trash minutes. Yeah. Xavier Simpson's in the list, but there's only four games, so I'm not including him. Oh, see? You cheater. That you didn't give me that, that, didn't didn't that rule. It didn't count. Um, six is still way off, buddy. You know what? Leave me alone. <laughs> All right. You mean to tell me Bays can't get minutes next year? <laughs> um, How many guys averaged one steal a game? Three. Another trivia question? Trivia question. They had to play at least 10 games. Four. Two. I went lower. <laughs> one. <laughs> no. Don't Was it Bays again? Shea Gildas Alexander. Hey, oh, wow. my man. It's hard to, yeah. get, mm-hmm. to get one assist or blo- or steal or block a game. It's really freaking hard, which just goes to show Chet's numbers in summer league. Those games were like, ah, oh, shoot. He only had two blocks. Like that's tough. So yeah. Chet on stock steals plus blocks, 2.5 a game next year. I, I think I that's it's pretty so, easy. I see it's over for me. Yeah. Just like his basketball IQ and how he sees the court. Like the man is not like, he he doesn't have a low basketball IQ to where it's like you just need to tell him what to do with the ball and go up with it. The man has great court awareness, vision. Um, maybe needs to like you know like I'm sure they'll coach him up as far as like hey you can't stay in the paint now. Um, but just reading defenders, reading the whole defense, the anticipation he has, uh, steals and blocks. I think that's, I, I feel, I feel like I feel comfortable in saying the over his um, defensive anticipation, like is insane. Um, I think we mentioned maybe on a post game pod or maybe it was just a couple of weeks ago after Vegas, 
but that play where he came from the opposite like mm-hmm. block at the free throw line and just erased Tari East and shit off the glass. It's like there's not a lot of human beings on planet Earth that can make that play. And his momentum was going the other way. It's impressive. Here's another trivia question for you. Because I don't think it's 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 out of the question. That... Are we about to start hosting like yes. uncontested trivia night we, with we host Nick? We, we are. should Nick, wear like a suit. How many players <laughs> averaged three blocks a game last year? And, the and, whole do you th- and, do you, and do you think Chet could join this list in the whole league? Jesus. Is it one, two, five? You're crazy. Ooh. Zero. I was going <laughs> to. How many did Rudy get? Rudy Gobert was fifth in the league with 2.1. Miles Turner led the league with 2.8. Oh, wow. I That's figured fun. Rob Williams would be up there. Rob Williams, I think, was fourth with 2.2. They wouldn't do it. They would not do it. But I've just kind of flirted with the idea of what would it look like if the Thunder were the team to make the Miles Turner trade and your front court was Chet and Miles. Good grief. Long as hell. Just put a lid on the basket and shoot all the threes. Miles, yeah, Miles can shoot it, yeah. Yeah. It'd be a lot of fun. But yeah. then, they wouldn't when do you, it. When you, when, you, when you draft Victor the next year, what are you going to do with Miles? Play Victor at the three. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Kill him. I don't care. Jeez. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Go, go to his house and break all of his Legos. Jeez. You guys seen his Lego collection? Yes. It's impressive. I'm it's sure impressive. He's, he's, he's probably had to have stepped on a Lego in the middle of the night, which is the worst feeling on earth. Probably. Stepping I bet, on a Lego. I bet Nick and Justin, or sorry, not Nick, Taylor and Justin. Nick doesn't have children that we know. Don't jump of. the gun there. Don't jump the gun there. Yeah. <laughs> it's too early for that. Taylor accused me at one point of having children I didn't know about on a pod. I didn't That's accuse kinda... you. I just said the odds. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> over under unknown Nick Crane children. Go, I'm not going to put a number on that. My goodness. Jeez. <laughs> uh, as as Justin would say, just watch out for that pumpkin pie. Oh gosh. Holy cannoli. <laughs> God. Last over under new line out from betonline.ag for regular season wins over unders. They have the thunder rightfully. May I add ahead of the Houston Rockets at 26 and a half. They have Houston at 25 and a half. So over under Oklahoma city thunder wins 26 mm-hmm. and a half. It's kind of nuts that Justin said that about pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie thing on pie. Anyway, I kind of already we blew need this a, earlier. It's we, first pod post baby. <laughs> there's no audio for this meme, but if we could have a a bonk audio Jeez. for Justin with the pumpkin pie, that would be. I'll, uh, I'll go pull good. some Flintstones bonk? Uh, tape. Bonk? <laughs> if yeah, somebody, if somebody's a first time listener. <laughs> If somebody's a first-time listener, explain the, the pumpkin pie. Oh, God. Justin insinuated that his wife no. got pregnant after eating <laughs> pumpkin pie. I don't know. I don't S- think that's what he insinuated. I don't think that's what he insinuated. No, not Jacob starting more rumors. We got to SMH my head. No. I'm taking – anyway, I'm taking the over. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but ever do, I'm taking the over. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Meek Leak is asking in the chat uh, – BetOnline.ag did not have numbers for the Utah Jazz and I think the Los Angeles Lakers. Give us your your over-under number for Utah if Mitchell stays and if Mitchell leaves. If Mitchell leaves, it's hard because we don't know what the package is. Give us a number. 
What if it's quickly and grind? It's hard is not an answer. If he stays 33 and a half. Okay. Do you guys like that number? I kind of like that number. Yeah. If he leaves and it's like quickly grimes in the, the picks. 25 and a half. I was going to so say, you think Mitchell's worth like eight wins? Well, I mean, if they if he leaves, they're going to ship off. Like Conley Patrick Beverly's gone. Yeah, Clarkson's gone. Malik Beasley's gone. Like, they're going to run the skeleton crew. Shit, after the way we played pickup on Saturday, they might sign all of us. Let's go. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> maybe Sorry, I, guys, maybe I should write anymore. an email to Sam Presti. I could help the Victor Wembenyamba stakes. I could get you percentage points on those lottery balls, Sam. He would say, we already have Lindy Waters at home. <laughs> I feel personally attacked. <laughs> we already we already saw the guy at Summer League playing for Orlando with the last name Kuzi. We were like, that looks just like... That him. is Jacob. Did you guys know Jacob played Summer League for now the I, Magic? I don't even feel like I'm getting attacked. I am just getting attacked now. <laughs> I'm going to tweet out a picture from the account right now. Oh my, yeah, I hate please you. do it. 26 do and stuff. a half wins for Oklahoma City. You guys going over or under? Over. They're getting 29 to 32. Silva is very butt into uh, to that range. I stay. Yeah, I'm over. I stay going I'm over. Just, yeah, I see. I tired. see about 28, 31, somewhere around there. Interesting. I'm just tired. It must be pretty good yeah. if they if they get like 28, 29, 30 wins and they're still 13th or 12th in the West. I mean, it's just wild that you you were having like almost like players plucked away from the roster because the team kept on winning mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like you say oh this guy's gone oh this guy's gone this guy's a legitimate injury oh this guy's getting load management it's like when they had to pull Isaiah away. Roby that's yeah. when it was like wow like they're doing the thing so that's why I that's why I stay over but again I could be wrong Presley could be wanting to tank for another season and get Nick just found the picture because he's laughing on a live stream. And yeah, he dribbles like you. Does hey, he Euro step like me? Is he lefty too? I feel pretty good. Oh, this is so good. But yeah, I, I, I retweet the uncontested right now, everybody. I just want it to be known this live cyber bullying is happening right now. Sometimes it works. Someone needs to call the hotline. Sometimes. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, those are all the over-unders I have. Um, any other major thoughts as Nick is in the lab t- cyberbullying me? Any other uh, major Thunder thoughts, opinions on any of these over-unders? No. That's, think... a, great, that's a great end of the podcast. <laughs> no. I mean, it's just, it's just hard to project right now i mean like we could say this at any point in the nba especially these days right where players no longer stay for their entire contract it's it's quite often that players will force their way out of a place like three years so the nba is is so it's so i guess just fluid these days with players going whichever way the KD saga, is he staying in Brooklyn, whatever? Is that going to get worked out at some point? We don't know. Um, so, like, a lot of these over-unders, are, are it's kind of hard to gauge right now. Now, if we get to regular season and we were, like, 10 games in or five games in, 
then I could feel more confident in it. But it's just like, what direction is this team heading and how much progress has everybody made? You've seen what Josh has made just strength wise. I want to know what's what he has made IQ wise and hopefully shot wise. He has, you know, a little bit more time to work on that during the summer as he's bulking, as he's already bulked up. Just tough. It's going to be a long off season. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Me, I, this- I think, I think making a judgment call on a lot yeah. of these are really difficult. Like yeah. you mentioned at this point in time, um, but hey, it's the middle of the summer. That's what we got. Comier's laughing because he's on Twitter. Silva, play the outro music. Hey, at least I'm always doing that. At least you look like a basketball player. Silva was calling people gremlins at summer league. At least you don't look like a gremlin. <laughs> that is true. At least I, d- I don't look like Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Guys, I'm ready to get back to playing Power Washing Simulator. Ooh, I've heard fun. I had to clock out for my lunch uh, on the job to come to this podcast. And I- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to get it. I need to get that. It's is it on Nintendo Switch? I thought Silva meant he was clocking out from his actual job to play Power Simulator, Power Washer Simulator. No. He is clocking out of his Power Washer Simulator job to, to do the podcast. Right. Is, no, it, is, it, is it on Switch? No, it's on Game Pass, Xbox, or PC. Oh, lame. It'll give me a simulated experience for when I do it to my back deck, so that's good. Exactly. You can practice. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a power wash. Nice. All right, Jacob, go ahead. And... <laughs> hey, thank you guys for tuning into the show. This is off the rails. I apologize. <laughs> you join us on the live stream. Hey, shout out to you guys. We enjoyed all the, the comments and questions in the chat. Listen, the podcast version of this, make sure to drop a five-star rating. Send it over to us in our DMs. We'll get you some uncontested stickers. Hey, also shout out to all the guys over at the franchise, the radio station here in OKC, inviting the uncontested crew out for some pickup hoops this weekend. We had a blast. We should get a uh, all-Thunder podcast pickup run. It'll be fun. Maybe we'll have to set something up at some point in time. You guys have a great beginning of your week. We'll be back with you Monday with the Twitter spaces. And then Wednesday, special guest pod. So make sure you make plans to join us live 8 p.m. Central Time. We will see you then. Until then, and as always, Thunder Up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.